Hi there, and welcome to Squabbles of the Soil, where we talk about current controversial topics in agriculture. Throughout this podcast, we will welcome many special guests who give us insight into these controversies. Follow along as we navigate these topics. Let's get digging. Bear with me. Hello and welcome to Controversy of the Corn, where we dis- where we talk about current t- controversial topics in agriculture. I'm your host, Lauren Healing, and on this episode, we will be discussing horse slaughter for meat. Today, I'm joined by Abigail McConnell, who is a sophomore here at MTSU, and her major is animal science, and I'm and she is minoring in poultry science. I'm also joined. I'm also joined today by Savannah Scott and she is a freshman here at MTSU and her major is animal science and a minor in secondary education. So welcome to both of you. And oh my gosh. Okay. So a little bit about horse slaughter for meat is that according to the Humane Society, slaughter is horse slaughter is a brutal and terrifying end for horses, and it is not humane at all. Horses are shipped for more than 24 hours at a time without food, water, and rest in crowded trucks. They are often seriously injured or killed in transit. Some people wanting want to eat horses for meat, but most want to sell them and make money from foreign countries. The controversy of this topic is several things. Uh, one one way is the inhumane way that they are killed and transported. Another side of the controversy is eating horses for meat. Foreign countries do eat horse meat, but here in America, most would consider it to be the last thing that they would eat. So, Savannah, um, can you give us a little bit of a general sense of your stance on this issue? Um, I think it's wrong for horses to be slaughtered for their meat because most people view horses as companion animals and there's also a bunch of regulations that have to be put on a horse meat if it is consumed by humans. Abby can you answer that same question please? Oh honestly um, I support the business side of it although personally I would never eat horse meat myself due to the stigma that surrounds it in the United States, but I do feel like it is just as much of a business in foreign countries and overseas as pork or beef is here. So um, I really support the the business for financial needs overseas. And Savannah, how does this topic affect you? It doesn't really affect me because I don't own horses or anything, but like I've had friends that do have horses and they're like, very against it and they think it's wrong because it's to them it's like eating their dog or cat or something and they don't think that is um, economically correct but I get like in other countries it is like their main source of protein like cows are for us their pork or stuff like that and Abby how does this topic affect you um just like Savannah said I don't personally own horses and I've never really been on um experienced horse slaughter firsthand, 
Um, but being in agriculture and studying agriculture, it is a very important topic. I feel that we should study as it's such a, a large issue here in the United States. Um, I do feel it is very important for us to be well versed in this topic. All right. So why do you all think that it, it is frowned upon to eat horse meat in America? Like what's your general, why do you, I know that they're companion animals, but is there anything else that you think might be a reason that we probably wouldn't eat it here in America? I think it's definitely a cultural thing. Um, some people overseas, um, their religion surrounds, you know, like eating horses and, um, it's a big thing for them, kind of like some foreign countries think that eating lamb or sheep is very frowned upon, um, just because in religious ceremonies, the, the lamb is, is very high up, um, but over here, it's a delicacy, and lots of people enjoy lamb, so I definitely feel that it's it's a cultural thing um, for a lot of people in the United States, and that's that's why that they don't feel like they should be consuming it. Savannah, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, yeah, so like Abby said, it, it is like a cultural thing or religious. And that's why some people don't eat like Lamb she was talking about. But there's also um, the vaccines and drugs that are administered to horses are not, um, they're extremely toxic to humans when they eat them. It can cause like a bunch of different health issues. That's why uh, the FDA has banned it over here. Do you think that the slaughter of horses for meat will ever be regulated by the USDA and provided to the public for consumption? Why or why not? I don't think it will be here, but um, like I said, it, there's a lot of stuff that goes into processing it and making sure it's edible for us, just as they do th for um, beef, pork, anything like that. There's a lot of regulations that go within eating different meats. I definitely agree with what uh, Savannah said. Um, the United States at one time processed um, a large amount of horses. Actually, the most recent slaughterhouse closed and that was in Texas um, just a few years ago. So it's not something that's brand new to the United States at all. Um, so they've definitely tried it before and um, they've definitely passed acts that are, that are against it and um, due to the high volume of people um, against it and the the issues that are uh, surrounding it and especially right in Mexico right across the border um, this is a large thing so I think the United States has tried it before and it it hasn't really gone the way that they wanted it to so personally I don't ever see um, the United States part of agriculture trying to start this back up again. I did not I did not know that horses get vaccines um, that could possibly you know if we did consume them harm us I, I figured it was like the pork and the chicken and beef like what they get um, so that's kind of interesting I did not know that let's see what do you all think stops most Americans from eating horse meat other than the I know I'm kind of repeating myself a little bit, um, but other than the cultural standpoint of things, and I guess obviously the um, 
the vaccines, but do you think there are any other maybe um, reasons why we don't eat them or, um, yeah, I'm kind of repeating myself, but that's okay. I think that um, a big thing around it is that people didn't grow up eating it. So why would they want to start eating it now? Um, kind of like people, um, seafood, um, that's a big thing that if people didn't grow up eating it, it's definitely an acquired taste. And some people are completely against seafood, um, especially in different parts of the United States. If seafood is not as big of a thing, a lot of people won't eat it. Um, it's not the same premise, you know, like we don't see lobsters as like um, household pets, but it's, it's kind of the same thing. If you didn't grow up eating something and you didn't understand that this is something that is good to eat, you're not going to just jump for it and, and start eating it. So I think that's the same thing that surrounds horse meat. I agree with Abigail. I think it is kind of like, it would be an acquired taste for people to consume horse meat. Mm -hmm. um, it's also like for some religions, people don't eat pork because it's like a, I can't think of the word, but anyways. Um, and most people, they're not gonna start eating like dogs just because it's like a wild or something. So I think people see them as companion animals and they don't see themselves eating their dogs or cats or stuff like that. But um, yeah. If we did slaughter horses in America, do you all think it would be a more humane way since the Humane Society says they're shipped for more than 24 hours without food, water, or rest? Why or why not? Um, personally, I think that if the horse slaughter industry did start back up in the United States, there would definitely be more regulations surrounding it. Um, the United States is fortunate enough to have, you know, the United States Department of Agriculture, the Food and Drug Administration put into place and lots and lots of money um, each year goes to these places to regulate things like this. Um, the issue that I think lies with it is after they leave the United States because most of the business for horse meat is overseas. So most of it, most of it would be exports from the United States. I think the issue is over there. Um, I think we can't really regulate what happens after um, things get sent out of the United States. Um, so it'd be very difficult to regulate it after that point, but I do feel like um, there would be regulations in place to um, prevent, um, you know, the shipping without food and water, um, as we've kind of seen that through, um, you know, like the beef, pork, and chicken industry. Um, it's very heavily regulated, um, and especially with the vaccination thing, it's very important um, here in the United States. So, um, yes, I do think that it would be way different um, if we continued that in America. I agree. I also think there would be more regulations to horse meat if it was, if it were to become a thing again in the United States. I think there would probably be more regulations on what type of vaccines they can get, how much they can get, and then uh, how they're shipped. Like they would, there would be regulations on there has to be food, water, things like that, and that there couldn't be uh, harmed, like, not harmed, but. Uh, like hurt on the way there and 
they have to be like safe until I get there or whatever and how that works. I was gonna say something else but I forgot so. Well I know when we um, would take the show pigs to the slaughterhouse after the show in um, January we, I mean, we, we didn't like to take them with bruises because that'd make the meat more tough or stuff like that. So I think there would, I, I agree with both of y'all, I think that there would definitely be a lot more regulations on how they were shipped. Um, maybe they wouldn't be shipped alive or stuff like that, but it'd definitely be a process to try to put regulations in to make horse meat available. Um, would pe do you think people would be open to consuming horse meat if it was sold at a less rate than pork, chicken, or beef? Um, and by less rate, I mean like cheaper wise, maybe to the less poverty families or maybe even to higher up families if they look at it as a delicacy like some of the other countries do. What do y'all think about that? Um. So personally, I wouldn't consume. I wouldn't consume it if it were sold at a cheaper price than pork, chicken, and all that stuff. But I know if people are like in need of food and stuff, they might lean towards something that is cheaper and more affordable for them. But in my case, I don't think I would. I think um, personally, this is an area where it gets kind of fuzzy, especially with people that are very against horse meat. Um, if somebody is um, genuinely struggling to eat and get food, I feel like it would be kind of a last resort thing. Um, even if they're completely against it, if it, if in the future they run a grocery store and um, especially right now, the prices of meat with the pandemic and everything are continuously going up, especially ground beef. Um, it's getting very, very expensive. Um, I definitely think that people would turn to eating horse meat if it was cheaper. Um, and it, 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 even though, you know, like chicken um, is cheaper to produce because it doesn't take as long to raise a chicken for meat, um, I think that would also go into account, um, especially if, you know, next year we started up a bigger horse meat business. Um, horses do take longer to raise and especially since there isn't going to be as much being produced, um, I do feel like that would go into effect um, with uh, quantity and inflation and stuff like that. So um, that's a really important thing to consider. I really liked that question. So this question goes along with the last question. Um, what if it was, what if horse meat was proved to have more of a nutritional value than the chicken pork? Uh, beef or anything, seafood even, that we eat. Do you think more people would eat it then? Um, this question, I do not agree that people would eat it because it has more nutritional value. Um, as we see, as we've seen with the past, um, there is um, a lot of more nutritional food out there, um, but a lot of times, especially here in the United States, people don't really look at nutritional value as much as they look at price. Um, people tend to buy cheaper instead of buying um, the healthier food. Um, people will go to Walmart and buy their groceries because you have the, the off-brand instead of going to somewhere like Whole Foods that has the on-brand that's more expensive. Um, we've grown to see that 
usually the food that has less nutritional value is easier to produce and is easier to process, making it cheaper. Um, so I personally think that even if it had a higher nutritional value, people would look at price more than nutritional value. I agree. I think more people would lean towards the price side of it, but horse meat is actually later than beef, according to the USDA. But just because that reason, I don't think, like there are some health freaks, I guess, in the United States that lean more towards, oh, this is a healthier option. I needed to eat that instead because it'll pack more meat on me or give me more muscle or energy or something like that. But personally, I think people would lean towards the cheaper side of, of whatever meat is available. Yeah, uh, um, I think that would be a very interesting question to ask the USDA if, if it did become a thing. And if it was, I think this would be an interesting topic to talk about with them. Um, but yeah, I agree with both of you. I would probably lean more towards my traditional beef, pork, chicken before I would eat. Horses, I look at them as companion animals along with both of y'all. Um, but Savannah, I have a specific question for you. Uh, it relates back to the vaccines that you were talking about the horses get. Do you think that those vaccines could possibly be changed so we could eat it and it wouldn't harm us? Or do you think that they would have to stay the same due to um, the viruses that they may get or things that they may be susceptible to? Um, I think the vaccines could be changed. Like I know, I can't say the name of it, but there is a pain control thing for horses that is what's really toxic to us to consume. So they could probably come up with something different to give the horses like a, a higher dose of Advil or something since we can consume Advil. I feel like that would be an option. Mm -hmm. um, there's no, or there are a lot of drugs commonly used with throughout the horse industry. So I feel like if they were to regulate what drugs are uh, consumable for us, then it would be easier to control what horses we can consume and which ones we can't, depending on their records. And Is there anything, Abby, do you have anything to say to that? It's okay if you don't. <laughs> I know that was towards Savannah, but. Yeah, I definitely think um, the vaccine question goes along with the question that you asked earlier about if we started this again, would there be more regulations? Um, because over time, we've developed um, different vaccines and we've established, you know, um, the period of time between administering a vaccine and when an animal can be slaughtered. Um, so I think that's very important um, to take into consideration when you're talking about the, the vaccine issue. Um, I definitely think that there would be lots of research going into it um, if we were to bring that back up into the United States. So have either of y'all heard about the, um, I call it the Wild Horse Project, but I don't think that's its official name where they round up the wild horses out west and um, I think they ship them off. I could be wrong on that um, for meat, but do you think more people would be open to eating those rather than maybe ones raised on a farm since those are wild horses because the population of horses does, you know, it kind of overpopulates itself because they aren't prey to anything um, else 
but what do y'all think about that? Um, when we were originally researching this project, um, overpopulation was a big um, thing that came up when you searched up pros of horse slaughter. Mm -hmm. um, so I personally have heard of them rounding up these wild horses and sending them out um, for slaughter just because there's such a large population and there's definitely overcrowding. I think that it's the same issue with, um, you know, like wild game hunters. Um, people deer hunt to control the population and um, that's a big thing in here in the United States and people hold that true and they would be very upset if that ever got taken away from them. Mm -hmm. um, so I personally think that we should look at it the same way that we look at, you know, like wild game hunting. Um, these horses often are subject to, um, you know, people shooting them um, if they're on their property. Um, and I think that utilizing them in a way that other countries could use it and we could use it as export could be important. Now, I don't support um, the over-processing of them that we completely wipe out wild horses. Um, I think that that should be something that they should look at, um, but I do think that using them for a purpose instead of them happening to something were to happen um, could be something that we could look into and could be really useful. I feel like I'm being redundant, but um, like you said, the wild horses, they're not regulated. So that means they haven't been vaccine, vaccinated with what drugs are toxic to humans. So if people were to take that into consideration, that would be an option because they aren't being vaccinated, so they couldn't be toxic to us. Um, I also agree with Abigail about the deer how people hunt for deer and then eat their meat because of they're trying to regulate the population. But again, there are a lot of people who still see horses, even if it's not their horses from a farm as companion animals. So I think it just depends on what person you're talking to and that type of stuff. Because I'm sure there are people in the Midwest who probably do hunt horses how we hunt deer um, because they don't have vaccines that are harmful and they're probably more used to it because I'm pretty sure most of the plants that there used to be were in the Midwest and there weren't many like around here. And my final question. Um, so with the ongoing pandemic and like Abigail had talked about the raising prices of meat here in the U.S. Um, do you think, and this is a little bit brutal, but do you think more people would turn to slaughtering their own horses if this if this pandemic kept going and um, prices kept rising and people were becoming to not being able to afford so if they did own horses but they didn't own cattle or anything else that they could slaughter do you think that they would turn to slaughtering their own horses or do you think that the companionship with them would stay and they would be completely against you know, still, they would starve before they would kill their own horses, essentially. What do you all think about that? Um, that's definitely um, a very in-depth question. I think that there is a lot that is needing to be considered there, um, because we do go back to the companionship, and, um, you know, people have raised, you know, backyard chickens are becoming a big thing and people raise those chickens specifically to slaughter them. And a lot of times um, people get attached to those animals um, and it, that makes it even more difficult. Um, 
personally, I think that there would be different measures taken before people would turn to, you know, like slaughtering their own horses, mm-hmm. um, especially because horses are seen as, as, as pets. And I think that people don't really have a method of the best way of slaughtering a horse. And I think you'd get a lot of um, backlash from, you know, like animal abuse people um, because there's no, again, no regulation behind it. We don't know um, what kind of diseases horses can carry. And I think people would have other measures before they would do that. Um, just in, in an ethical sense, I think it would really consider that. Um, now, are there people out there that have slaughtered their own horses before off the record? We don't know that. Um, but I do not personally think that it would become a big thing. Um, people, I think, would sell off their animals before they do that just because of um, the bond that people have with horses. Right. Going along with what she said, I don't think people would personally slaughter their own animals. Like, yes, if you're raising, like, beef cattle or chickens to be processed, like, that's a different story. But I don't think people would lean towards slaughtering their own horses unless they bought it for that reason. Mm-hmm. Well, that concludes this podcast. So, um, yeah, we're done. Thank you all for your time. And um, I hope that last question wasn't too... <laughs> it was... I, I was writing it and I was like, probably shouldn't ask that, but it's probably okay. I guess it's okay. Um, we'll find out. But I think but, it's honestly, like, it was a good question because, yeah. I mean... There's been some people, especially even though this pandemic's only been going on for, well, I mean, I guess almost a year now, mm-hmm. some people have turned to some pretty, pretty wild stuff. And we've definitely seen throughout history that throughout mm-hmm. times, people turned to things that we never thought they would before. Like, I mean, even historically, like the Great Depression, people right. were turning to just, they were eating like all these wild things and it's just, when times get tough, people do tend to go crazy, but yeah, yeah, definitely difficult to think about. Yeah. Are there any thoughts that you all would like to add before we end this on the subject? Or none that I can think of, but um, thank you for having us. This has been really fun. <laughs> well, thank you for taking time out of y'all's busy schedules and I'm sure hectic schedules. Um, all right. Okay. <laughs> Thank y'all. So yeah. you're free to go. See you guys Bye. later. Bye. Have a good rest Bye. of the semester. You too. podcast was created and produced by the fall 2020 debate and discussion in agriculture class at middle tennessee state university if you've enjoyed this podcast be sure to check out the rest of the series to expand your horizons about other pressing issues in agriculture instrumentals were performed by norman blake thanks for listening